Y'all, thank you for tuning in. We got a late night episode here at the mix table. We're sitting down with Zay. We got Tyrone. You ready to mix it up? Talk to him. Okay. Uh, let me play on the piano. They know I got it in the rap and I ain't talking Yairos. I go to the sky though, like I'm so fly. No, I gotta test my luck and I don't roll no die. Uh, unless we playing them games, you know I gotta go crazy like I'm going insane. So take a picture and make sure it fit in the frame. And niggas know that I'm wildin' like I'm switching the lanes. No, I got the drive, let me switch the ignition. No, I'm about to turn it up when I'm all in your system. So tell your sister, your mother, and your brother that I'm about to kill the game. I'm about to smother, uh. I'm about to smother like you about to suffocate I just gotta kick a flow but niggas wanna hate Zato got the bars all day like a warden You should warn them that I'm the hardest thus far Gotta kick it so hard like a soccer ball Ah, fuck Hey Like a soccer ball And when I show up to the mall Bitches all fall, all fall down Like ring around the rosy These niggas posing, niggas posy Niggas hoes be I keep a hose, keep a pole for all my foes Look, I just gotta go in Like I ran a red light But I keep on going Niggas know I'm flowing Every time I'm spitting Uh Spitting, <laughs> hey, he's spitting, yeah. he's spitting. Yeah. We get it, we rip it, and I just get in them digits. They know I had to do them gymnastics. Way I flip it, cause I had to go and take my time on the beam. We shoot in a movie when we come and walk on the scene. So let me get in between, like I came in the middle. They know I stay solving problems. You can't hit me with no riddles. I got them skittles like they came out the bag. They know I'm about to keep it going, like I was in the that. Hey, we run it back. Like I came for more I'm about to pass it to my bro He about to kill him some more I'm about to kill him some more With a riddle These niggas know I got the fucking bars And they dropping down like some Skittles uh, I make your bitch like the giggle And laugh like I tickled You know that I kick the flow It's never oh so simple It never oh so simple But I kick this shit so mm, I kick this shit so easy I kick this shit so freely I kick this shit for real These niggas know I'm trill These niggas know I'm ill But they still try Trying to bite like Mike Tyson, niggas right son, I write son, and I kick shit like, <laughs> fuck, kick yeah. shit like Ronaldo, niggas know that I ball ho, and I kick on the fuck, uh, yeah. hey, yes, yes, perfect, perfect, thank you, woo, oh, this is gonna be a fun episode, this one was this nice, I like episode. that, I like it, I like it, ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the mix table. We call it the mix table because it's just a table of people mixing it up. I'm your host, Tyrone McClendon, and I'm joined here by my co-host, my producer, my best friend, Mr. Young Seppi himself, Joseph Middledorf. Hello, hello, hello. How are y'all doing tonight? And we are joined here tonight, as aforementioned on a late night episode of the mix table, by Mr. Zay Doe. Zay, how you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Oh my gosh, that was... We're off to a start. I love that. Oh, so shit. far as, you know, I love doing this. I knew this was going to happen because the bar just keeps getting raised every time. We had somebody on previously, and I, it, even today we had somebody on. We was like, oh, man, the rapping was really nice on that one. And you've, you've sent us into another stratosphere, my friend. So, Zay, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Uh, it's been a long day. <laughs> I can imagine. Well, like I said, I've introduced you, but... I want you to introduce yourself to the people. Tell them his, who you are and what it is that you do. So, um, yeah. So my name is Zato. Um, I'm an artist, a 
producer, songwriter, uh, music extraordinaire, uh, CEO of Pop Life Music Group, um, Big Jag, you know. So that's me. You know, and and you're a, you're a very special guest in one way, in that well, in multiple ways, but in one of them that's so significant is uh, you were one of the first people to reach out to us, and it was so interesting to us because. At the time of you reaching out to us, at the time, even at the time of recording this, we only had like, we we had one episode out, but we hadn't even posted the link yet. Like it was on SoundCloud, but so you're brave coming on this. Yeah, I like, gotta ask, what 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 possessed you to just say, fuck it? Y'all seem cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad we gave yeah. off that. You know. Yeah, all right. Um. Well, Zay, I'm glad to have you here. Like I mentioned. Um. So I guess early uh, you know started off i just want to get a little bit of background about you so where are you from so i'm originally from albany georgia uh it's about three hours south um i've been living here about four years i go to georgia state Mm -hmm. now what's albany like i mean i know a lot of people they think of georgia they automatically either think atlanta or that's really about it (laughs) so what, what what what's what's life like in albany um, for most people, uh, not gonna lie, life is pretty hard. Um, mm. life, life in Albany can be different a little bit for some people, but most people share very similar experiences. Um, Albany definitely has a music scene. Uh, a lot of artists who are, you know, working together or just working in general. Albany has a history of pretty excellent artist um you know ray charles is from albany oh wow he i was born know in that. albany yeah you know i feel like i should I did like a project on ray charles in like third grade and i probably did know that but whatever <laughs> so so albany georgia you know you said you know there is a music scene down there what i mean how, how would you describe the music scene down there comparatively to what you've seen down here in atlanta or up here in atlanta i guess i guess because um Atlanta is just such a diverse place. Um, growing up in Albany, everybody pretty much shared the same idea of what Atlanta would be like. Um, I just grew up in school hearing everybody every other week say, I'm getting ready to move to Atlanta. Uh, y'all won't see me again. Like, you know, but everybody had this idea of what Atlanta would be like and just the type of music that's made and just what the culture is like up here. So moving up here is just totally different like it's so diverse it's so many different people doing their own thing but it's so many different avenues for you to be able to do that successfully mm. and do you feel like you've adjusted to that properly or is it still kind of like you're finding your way i would say i'm still finding my way um just meeting the right people uh working with people who are like-minded uh, on a similar level uh just have similar mindsets about like where they're trying to go, what they're trying to do. Mm. Okay. So tell me a little bit how you first got into, you know, making music and just how you found a love for me. Were you, were, were you, did you grow up in a musical household? Uh, technically, uh, my mom, she can sing. She doesn't sing, like, <laughs> but I always heard her singing. And um, my mom, she loves music. She always played all different types of music. Um, my grandma, she loves soul music and stuff like that. But I've been writing songs since I was like nine years old. I wrote my first song when I was nine. Mm. It was about a spelling bee that I just did in fourth grade. Did you win? I, yeah, I did. I won it. <laughs> in this school. story, you did win. Yeah, yes. he wrote the song. He won. There you go. Yeah. yeah. This guy. <laughs> but yeah, 
I um I wrote a song about it and you know that just set me ablaze like do you remember what the word you won on was I do not at all I wrote a lot that week like, do you remember the rap I do not at all <laughs> I've written so much since then I don't even remember it mm, but you see all of this they remember the W exactly. yes hang the banner yes hang the banner because everything else drifts away so after writing that first rap you know what how what, what were you doing? Were you, like, displaying these to anybody? Or were they just, like, you know, little things you did? Or how, how did it blossom from there? I wasn't, um, because I was, growing up, I was, you know, elementary, middle school. I wasn't the most popular person, or I wasn't the person who, you know, hung around a lot of people. I didn't really have a lot of friends, uh, often bullied. So a lot of times, I just wrote my songs and kept them to myself. Mm. Um I tried to work with other people who were also want to do music. Typically, they weren't as serious as I was about it. Mm. So, you know, I just kept my stuff to myself. Uh, always writing, though. Uh, I didn't write over any beats or rap over any beats till I was in, like, high school. Interesting. Very so, interesting. That's... And, you know, I'm, like... I know a lot of people rap, but they also... That's not the only thing they do as an artist. Have you played any music? Have you done... I mean, do you skateboard? Do you draw? Like everybody, I, I don't know. So I, um, so I actually was in band for like seven years, seven years. So I was in band from middle school through high school. I probably would have played in college. Uh, just didn't want to do marching band at Georgia State. But <laughs> what instrument? I played tenor saxophone. You're looking at a former drum major right here. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah this is you're at the right table. <laughs> okay. At the okay. right table. Um, yeah, man. We we know well he he knows more than I do, but you know but we know we'll, a little something. So. We'll have to we'll have to come back to that. So um there was one thing I wanted to ask you because you mentioned about uh uh mm, 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 it's killing me. Okay, I'm gonna just go somewhere and we'll just see where it takes me. <laughs> so true. you mentioned early on, you know, you said it you 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 didn't really have many friends and you kind of felt alone in this, that, and this. Um, so you would say that music was like your outlet. That was kind of like your therapy sessions. Definitely. Um, Cause I was growing up, I was making good grades in school, but then like when I felt like life was getting too hard or just life at school was getting too hard, I really stopped caring as much, but I always fell back on music. Like it was always something. I went through a lot of different phases of only listening to this type of music, only listening to that. So, yeah, music is always there, even before I just decided to start recording. Mm. I remember what I said. You had mentioned that, you know, when you were trying to work with other people they weren't taking it as seriously and I just I remember I just think of that because I know what it's like in a, on a small scale of what it's like to not be around people who want to do what you want to do but I also sometimes like I step back from the perspective like you know I forget that I live in Atlanta around all of this and I think about like damn like what what does somebody in Nebraska do when they say like I want to rap like what like I don't know, man. So whenever I meet anybody who doesn't come from like, you know, just literally the fucking heart of Atlanta and they just really take it seriously, it's a different level of passion to me because it's not like I'm doing this because it's the cool thing to do or it's the... It's because this is what I need to do. Yeah. yeah. And you find a way to make it happen. Um, Definitely. Like, and that's crazy you say that because I always wonder like, um, 
Like, what are other people's mindsets on music? Like, people who aren't from, like, the city or people who aren't even raised around music. Like, how do they come into it? Like, I wouldn't say I was necessarily raised around music, but I had enough musical influences to know that I wanted to make music. Mm. So, yeah. Do you, do you remember, like, because I, I remember the first time I was, like, music, I saw somebody playing the trombone, and I was like, that's the most, cra- like, the craziest thing I've ever seen. Just, it was just this big... I was three years old and I saw somebody playing the trombone. I was like, I need to figure out what's going on here. It looked like an alien or something. Do you remember, like, do you have, like, a moment that, like, that spark hit? You were like, just something lit up in your brain. It was like, I got to do it. Like, I got to do it. I know one of my first, like, one of the earliest moments that I can remember, uh, I used to love Alicia Keys when I was a kid, like, real young. I used to love Alicia Keys. And, um... I really didn't listen to her much over the years. I went back recently, but yes, I used to love Alicia Keys. And, um, you don't know my name. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about that song. Yes, like I used to. I can just remember being a child sitting in the back of the car, like that song blasting. Like love that song. Yeah, yeah. There are. There's always that like one song you can think of that you're just like, damn. When when you think of like real music, you're like, yeah, that's yes. That's that song. Honestly, this because this brings us back to what I was talking about. Like, that's the song I use. Like, that's a save point, or it used to be for me. That like I have like a real distinct memory of listening to that song as a little kid, and when I and then I didn't listen to it for a long time, and I came back and heard it like ten years later, and it like I I was just like, still get chills listening. I I was literally like three years old, four years old, like running around (laughs) in my house. And so I, I'm with that with like particular music that like I'd only listen to at certain points along my life because it reminds me so much of that that like I don't want to dilute it with other memories. It's it's literally a safe point I can go back. Do you right. do you have any music like that that you just like? Anytime you hear it, you're just like you're, yes. you time travel. Um, um, couple a couple things. Um, I would say uh, when I was going through like. I remember being in fifth grade. Um, I had just went to Walmart, and I, I think the first CD I bought was um, Green Day, Green mm. Day's album Dookie. Mm. And yeah, I remember I had just spoke to my dad, and he was telling me, you know, you need to be focused on school. You can't love music more than school. And I knew right then, like, no, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, <laughs> what? So, yeah, that's one. And um, I remember being in high school listening to uh, Chris Brown. He had this mixtape called uh, Before the Party. Mm -hmm. I used to listen to that like every day walking home from school. Just those are certain memories. Like typically, um, like in more recent years, it's like one album specifically that I can like relate to a specific year. Uh, Smino's Black Swan uh, for my freshman year. So, yeah, those are a couple. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm loving the conversation here, but I want to keep it going. But the show is centered around freestyling, so we have to incorporate that. So what we're going to do is we're going to continue the freestyle, or we're going to continue the conversation, but through freestyle. Um, So that leads us to our next segment called How Do You Feel? And it's called How Do You Feel? Because Joe here is going to ask us a question, and he's going to ask us how do we feel, and we're going to just... Just rap about it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Before we go, just crazy question. I don't know. I could be crazy. But is that camera recording? 
Yes. Okay, 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 okay. I don't know why. I just had a, you know. It's because it hasn't been recording before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I can understand that. Please. I was kind of thinking that too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, just like, usually when a camera's on, I think of a flash man on. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, okay. But go and, ahead, go ahead. And, and in the episodes leading up to this, like, <laughs> we've forgotten to turn this camera on. The, like, the episode has just stopped recording. Like, we're on high alert right now. So, okay. Now I'm paranoid, but <laughs> no, you good. it's, it's all, I know I turned it all on. So anyway, that's how I'm feeling. Um, so we asked you how you felt. Um, and earlier you told me you were feeling fluorescent. And so we got some fluorescent type beats. I think we're going to go. This one seems kind of high energy. And in our last episode, we had people talk about the future. I think now we're going to talk about the past. Give me... Literally anything that has to do with the past. Any dinosaurs. <laughs> pirates. Dinosaurs. Okay. The past. Your life in the past. Like Aaron Rodgers throwing a pass. <laughs> like anything. So here we go. I'm gonna put the beat on. We're gonna talk we're gonna talk how you're feeling about the past. <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> you started off, please, sir. Feeling fluorescent, looking back on the past. Remember, I had a blast. Remember, I was in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade, got catfished by a fuck nigga. Yeah, but it's okay, cause now he's down bad. Okay, yeah. Thinking about my past, don't know what to say. Maybe back in the day, things were great, or maybe they were cool or alright. Either way, I'm straight now. Yeah, remember I had to fight. Yeah, fighting at the basketball court. Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, I got you. Uh, yeah, uh, let's take a trip, go to the past. Let's think about all the times in the class when we was in school, acting like a fool. Now we in the parties, diving in the pool So let's take it back to when times were so simple When shit didn't get popped, you was getting pimples But ain't talking acne, girls going at me If she wanna see me, she can tweet me, she can at me So let me go straight to the past that was when I used to go and get the cash on the regular I ain't have to go ahead and tell you bruh I just did the thing and they know I'm on the cellular Uh, I used to have a blackberry Ayy, then I popped my apple cherry Got the iPhone, <laughs> now I'm on Ayy, go and tell them what you own What am I on? I remember when I had a molar roller razor when I was 10. Mm. Yeah, used to flip that shit all the time. Man, that shit was off, but shit, it was still mine. Yeah, had a girl, yeah, she's still fine. But it's okay, we gonna be fine. We gonna be okay, we gonna be straight. Look, 
spin, bro. Back in the day, we was having our way. Yeah, we were, we were running hallways, doing our thing, damn near all day. Didn't know life would catch up to us soon, but it's okay. Had fun, real cool, real cool. It was real cool. I remember niggas used to play them tunes off of Zoom. Hey, uh. We used to go get hit higher. Used to get them songs off a of line wire. Now your computer got a virus. Damn. Now we inspired. Hey, mm. take it back to them scholars. Hey, open a book. I leave them shook. Let's go and end it. I ain't gotta give them no hook. Okay. Okay. Okay, that was nice. That was nice. That was cool. That was cool. Getting tangled up over here. Whew. All right, Zay. I wanted to ask you because you said you were in band. And look, if there's one thing I know about band and just how band kids are, shit gets crazy all the time. So I want to ask you what's your craziest band story that you can just remember off the top of your head? Craziest band story. I remember one night um, we had a football game and our high school was like right next to the stadium. Most people, it was one really big stadium in the, in the uh, city and all the high schools go to the stadium for the game. So one night we had a game and we went to the stadium, but it started storming like right before halftime. It started storming. We were getting ready to get on the field, but I just remember this specifically because like, Lightning started striking and like all hell broke loose. Like everybody just started running back to the building, like in the middle of the fucking rain. Like I just remember that. And then the other school band, they ended up coming in our band room because I mean, they had nowhere else to go. But yeah, I remember we got went off on for that. Like, <laughs> very badly. <laughs> yeah, no, the, I mean, I wasn't even in the band, but I could always empathize with you guys on those crazy weather nights. I'll never forget. There was a homecoming where it was like, it had to have felt like it was like negative something. <laughs> yeah. Now, there was there was this one game we played, I think we were playing at Grady, and uh, it was like right at the end, like right at the end of October, and it was raining, but like not enough for it to be a problem, just enough for it to be cold and shitty outside. <laughs> and, and we were out there, it was probably like 45 degrees, and... Like the rain is coming in. It's like that little tiny rain, but it's coming in almost sideways. Oh. And we're out there. Everybody's just like wrapped in the ponchos. And uh, we left early. We <laughs> left early. And I'm, I'm sorry to anybody on the North Springs football team, like from 20, the 2000s, but we were not good. And so we were down. It was like we were down like 30 or 35 in the first quarter. <laughs> it was freezing cold. We were just like, you know what? Fuck this. Like we are. We have no purpose being we, here. We are gone. And uh, <laughs> oh man. So, um, did you play any other instruments? Was the the sax the only thing you played? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Um, that was like my main thing. Okay. Okay. Um, what, what what inspired you to start on that instrument? Or did like was that something like mom said? Hey, you got to play an instrument. It's one of those deals. Um, always wanted to play saxophone. From all the from the jazz music I listen to, I've always liked saxophone more than any other instrument. Uh, 
I remember in middle school, uh, the way we did, I don't know if everybody else does it, but uh, the way we did middle school, like sixth grade, first day of band, okay, what instrument does everybody want to play? And they had us write down three instruments we want to play. Everybody wrote down snare drum. So, of course, first thing they did was have everybody stand in a line, and she was going to pat a rhythm, and everybody who couldn't pat the same rhythm or something like that, they had to get out of line like, no, you're not playing that. But I just remember I definitely wanted to play tenor. Like, I always wanted to play saxophone. Mm-hmm. So that was really that. Um, I probably wrote that shit down too, though. Probably. I mean, everybody wanted to be like uh, Nick Cannon on Drumline at, exactly. some, at some point in time. Um, but, you know, it comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. Um, you mentioned you were in school. What, 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 are you, what are you studying? So I'm in school for music management. Oh, okay. See, now that's... That's smart. A lot of people, you know, they forget to learn about the business of the the music industry. What 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 exactly? I mean, obviously to behoove your own career, but you know, what inspired you to go down that path? Um, just being a business owner, and you know, knowing that if I play my cards right, things are only going to expand from here. Like things are only going to get bigger. So why not educate myself as much as possible mm. on you know? what I need to know because right. this is something I want to do for the rest of my life so I need to be as knowledgeable about it as possible because the farther up you go the more people realize what you don't know and they'll use that to your advantage so and that's the thing like there's a different anybody can do music anybody literally anybody can do music that's the right. beauty of it but like if you want to make a career out of music it's an industry just like everything else and yes. and you're completely removed from the completely removed from the music is just teams of people doing this and that working out contracts um and that's like when i was putting together my first tape and i had to get like just leases for beats and everything i like it took me two months to get all the shit together because i was just like so overwhelmed i was like i don't i don't know what any of this shit says like i don't know if i'm getting scammed here or here or here and it's nice walking into a building like when you know what you're doing and so i I don't know that's really smart you're our first person that's like been in school for music stuff yeah and so i don't know that's interesting yeah it's it's a scary it's a scary world out there the 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 world of the suits and the suits and ties yeah yeah but that's where the that's where the real bread and butter gets done you know yeah you know we only ever see the the end or the beginning of something never truly the the actual um work being done you mentioned you 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 are ahead of your own label yeah talk about that how did that well first of all how did you even come about creating your own label or what was the inspiration behind that so for just as long as i've been trying to make music i've been trying to make my own label Mm. like um this is probably my third time trying to make my own label since you know like elementary school ever since i've been rapping i've known i wanted to rap and i wanted to run a label like seriously but uh this idea came like the summer before uh senior year of high school i just knew uh i think i had recorded a song the year before and i knew I just knew I wanted to do it. I knew I wanted to record. I knew I wanted to manage artists. I wanted to write for other people. I wanted to help other people make music. Uh, So that was really where it came from. Uh, Formed on July 5th, uh, 2016. 
And then from there, I've added different artists. We've released different songs. Um, got a couple of different artists that have came and gone. Um, right now, we're just working on some uh, marketing things, uh, how to market the artists that we do have. Mm-hmm. Now, walk me through, because that's that's a perspective that, to the layman, they don't really hear that much of. What What is the typical, what what is day-to-day operations like being the head of a label? Even on a, you know... On your scale, so on my scale, uh, what that will consist of is, um, you know, getting on Instagram, uh, looking at different artists, as well as looking for different blog pages, uh, different playlist curators, um, also finding out, uh, planning out things for the future. So we have spreadsheets um, full of the list of venues here in the area like the venues the quality of the venue based on what we've seen because we've been to a couple venues or a good amount of venues uh concerts to just other people's events so um venues the what we'll give like a rating to it as well as the price of the venue for what we're trying to do and we do the same thing with blogs as well so that's something that we've been working on for the last few months uh just planning out stuff for future releases as well as future plans because uh, I would like to host an event one day. Hmm. That sounds really interesting. So we, we've asked this question before, but I, I want to revisit it because it's a good question. Uh, what What's something that just like you like really geek out on? Like just something that like you can spend, you end up on the internet researching or whatever. You end up like three hours later, or just like is there something that you're just like really into that? I obviously music, but you got like I fucking love dinosaurs. Like you got something that just like um, I like looking at writers' credits or uh, like I'll go. I really like I have the Genius app, so I go on Genius. Find a lot of different songwriters, like people behind like some of your favorite songs, like seriously, like classics. Like I, I just found out the other day it was a writer on uh, Pick Up the Phone who wrote like a whole bunch of other songs, and I've never heard this person's name before. Mm. You know, like I just find that so interesting. I go down a wormhole uh, looking at stuff like that, as well as like uh, biographies of different artists. Um, I just like seeing how they lived. They interacted with. I love biographical movies. Um, I really like numbers too, like kind of like not statistics, but like that's why um, I say my favorite sport is basketball. I love basketball. So um, for me, it's easy for me to remember a lot of my favorite stuff about basketball because um, I just love numbers. I love looking at stats and you know stuff like that. So who's your favorite team? Uh, I'm a 76ers fan, unfortunately. Oof. I'm sorry to hear that. Oof. Oof. Yeah. So what do you think? What, what are they going to do with Ben Simmons? <laughs> What's going on with him? I don't know. If, if this um, has been resolved by the time this episode airs, like... Congratulations. Yeah, you, you know the answer <laughs> that already. Would be or I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah but it, it hasn't happened yet. So where's he going? Um, Is he staying? No. <laughs> Look, so uh, he's not staying. Uh, I see him... He's either going to Portland or he's going okay. to Washington. So if he leaves, what what do the 76ers need? Uh, they need either 
They need they, a new they need new management is what they need. They just got that. That's what's crazy. They literally just got new management and coaching and it's already a disaster. <laughs> but I think um their team the team is kind of built around uh like two way playing basically, like defense and offense. Uh you got a couple of good uh shooters, but you also got defensive minded players. But most of them on the roster play both sides of the ball. Uh, ben included. I feel like Ben is more defensive minded than offensively, and that kinda is a problem if you're the point guard. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and like I watched him play in college. I went to LSU when he was there my freshman year, and all the problems that like we lost like three or four games because he couldn't hit his free throws, oh, wow. and that was in 2015. And he keeps getting better, but at the same things. Like yeah. he's just like I don't know. His passing is insane. Like his defense is incredible. Yeah, and like then, everything else is just there. But at the same time, like I've seen. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I spend a lot of time on Twitter, and I see people talking about it's just like he just like the heart isn't in it, and I don't blame him. Like you're making millions of dollars. You got hundred million dollar contract. I don't care, and it, it's guaranteed. So. Who, I, why, like, I could go out and spend all this money and have, like, an amazing life, or I could live in the gym. Like, I don't know. And see, that's I, the, the thing, fans like, probably don't like it, but from his perspective, I'm like, you know what? Fuck basketball. Like, he's I'm not, rich. He's never had, or at least from what it seems like, he wasn't in a position where he had a chip on his shoulder, like, mm-hmm. out of the gate. So it's like, you go to. Uh, he, he showed up to LSU knowing he was going to be the number one pick. He was the number one pick. Yes, like, uh, you got injured. And you come back a whole year later, and you have your starting spot. Like, uh, you play the whole year. Everybody's praising you the whole time, you know. You beat somebody else for rookie of the year who arguably could have won over you. But, you know, it's just been praise along the way. So, once you finally hit a part where it's like, okay, we need to see real growth. It's like, mm, I'm already reaping the benefits of what you all said I was great at so and i don't know it's funny that it's just bringing up the 76ers because i saw a video today of joel Embiid that he posted from like his first year playing basketball and somebody tossed in this lob like on a fast break and he caught it down by the basket and didn't know what to do with it and kicked it back out and he was talking like from this to the supermax that he was late to basketball i guess to any anybody out there that's making music or considering starting to make music like it's never too late because yes. he started late and was not good and just signed a Supermax because he like he learned what he wanted to do. Like, yeah. And it's never too late to figure that out. Could you ever see yourself, uh, you know, with you already being, you know, the, the music label, could you ever see yourself transitioning to like, you know, like how Rock Nation now has the Rock Nation sports and, you know, they have... Uh, KD, they have uh, some baseball player. I don't remember who they have, but could you ever see you know yourself transitioning into you know sort of like a sports agency type of thing? Um, I'm not sure because I don't know. I'm not really into sports management. Mm. Like the type of person I am, the things that I really like, I really like them. But mm-hmm. the things that I don't really care for. I have no interest. In like, <laughs> so, I mean, at the most, I would probably own a sports franchise, but um, as far as like, like operating a, in, yeah, or like a minority owner or something. But even then, it's like it would have to be like real commitment to a team. I would have to really 
love a team. You know, I just became a Philly fan like five years ago. Mm, okay. All right. Well, we've made it to our final segment of the show. Yeah. And it's um, it's a good thing that we're recording here. Because Logic crashed. No, Logic didn't crash, but I think my computer might have run out of memory. Aye. Literally only like two minutes ago. So we oh. got most of the episode. Okay. Well, you know, technology. Uh, yep. All right. <clears throat> so this last segment, uh, it's a game we like to play on here. It's called Crazy 8 or 8-Ball, depending on your persuasion. Uh, and the way that this show or the way that this segment is going to work is Joe is going to give us a word. Uh, then I am going to rap for eight bars, eight measures, and try to make every like word rhyme with the word that he says. And we're going to go eight, then I'm going to toss it to you, and you're going to go eight and try to rhyme every word. And then by the time you're finished, he's going to have another word said, then I'm going to go eight, blase, blase, blase. We're just going to go to the beat stops, you know? Um, Yeah, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. All right. Let's, uh, I don't have a beat in mind for this one so okay we're just gonna i'm just gonna click on one here and we're all righty let's see where this takes us we're gonna see let me turn this up <laughs> sensational we must pay homage feeling this one okay okay i can feel a little with this one okay our first word is mafia oh, shit <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I'm with my crew. That's just the mafia. You know, we coming through. It ain't no stopping us. Uh, you know, I'm with the crew, a flock of us. Hold up. Let me go ahead and drop a bus. Damn, I meant I had to go and flip it, though. Fuck, I got a rhyme with mafia. Uh, and they know I'm finna drop you, bruh. Hey, <laughs> ain't no stopping ya. Yeah, see, you know I'm with the mafia. Damn. I really think that it's a lot of us. Yeah, and look what is in my pockets, bruh. Yeah, it can't even fit in my wallet, bruh. Mm. Look, ain't nobody really stopping us. And should I remind you, nobody really hot as us. Yeah, and like I'm cooking, got a pot of what? Mm. Uh, I, Cartoon. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know we draw it out like cartoons. Uh, bump and turn it up the cartoons uh, And you know that we come through uh, Got the money like we bought you uh, Damn, I got them cartoons uh, You know I'm finna get them star too uh, Know that I am about to uh, Take <laughs> Yeah, hey You know we sketching like a cartoon at my show, they say my name, dog. Who are you? Mm. Look, I feel a color like who are blue. Look, like a, <laughs> yeah. like, like I was on. Okay. Um, shit. Something nice. Let's go with trees. Okay. Trees. The trees. Uh, I get the trees. Uh. Hey, I get the trees, uh, look at the trees, go and see the breeze. They know I hop on this beat and kill it with ease. No, they see the style and they check the steez. They know I get the ladies cause I'm known to please, never tease. Eat this beat up like the peas. I leave them itching for more like they had fleas. So if you want some more, please say please. Cause I'm about to go and break it out like I'm about to squeeze, Hey. I'm about to squeeze, look, it's hot outside, I stand under the trees, uh, look, I catch the breeze from the leaves, look, uh, you know I'm squeezing with ease, look, yeah, she say I'm sweet up in her mouth like sprees, uh, <laughs> I got the girl on her knees, look, uh, 
I feel like I gotta sneeze, flow sick, so quick. Yeah, you know I go eat. We're out of time. We uh-huh. can run it back if you want. We can do a little bit more. We can do a little bit more. We can do a little bit more. Uh, okay. What you got for me? Time. <laughs> okay, I got time. No, I gotta flip words like I had dimes. Hear the bell going, that's another chime. Hold up, I'm with my boys, that's my slime. So I'm about to make the words go together, rhyme. Cause I can bring them together like I just intertwine. So check the sign, don't pass it, you'll be fine. Cause I'll be sipping the drink like I just had some wine. Like I just had some wine, dog, I got time. Look, I'm outside about commit a crime, about to commit a crime. I got time, but if I get caught, I probably do a dime. Look, I probably do a dime. What? But see, I got rhymes. Yeah, they came right back in, right on time. Look, I got some hot lines. I got some hot flows. I got some hot lines. Mm. Mm. I just told you, that's who I think I am. Okay, I like that. That was good, man. That was really, really, really good. Did you have fun, man? That was good, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, Zay, thank you so much for coming by, man. I really had a... I mean, hey, this this has been some real good rapping. Here, I got to say, you you made me have to... You know, I had to at least unlock, like, the fourth gate. I didn't go all eight gates, but I had to do four. So, yeah, man. I guess you've earned the spotlight, I guess... Tell the people what you've got coming up in the future, where they can find you, your work, your label, all of that good stuff. Um, so you can find me on all streaming platforms at Zato, Z-A-Y space D-O-E. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at you know it Zato, uh, Twitter, Zato99. Um, music I have coming, uh, I have a song I'm dropping in October. Stay tuned for that. Um I have projects out now. Uh, Maverick, you can stream Maverick right now. Full Moon, going crazy. But yes, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, fuck with our producers. Their links are going to be in the bio. Go buy some music. Go, go run up the money on their beat stars. Like support the community. Um, Tyrone, you got anything else for the people? Read a book. Read a book. Well, and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I once again want to thank Zay for coming by. I want to thank Joe on the ones and twos. And I want to thank you all for watching and or listening. That's going to do it for this episode of The Mix Table. Tune in next time where we're going to have somebody here and we're going to be mixing it up. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good one.